Hello and welcome to another episode of Coffee and Strahd. Me giving my uh, first impressions of the campaign itself that a friend of mine has been running for us. Um, just the whole shebang and what we've been doing uh, play by play. I'm coming right after um, the summit. Uh, like I'm recording this after, after the summit. So I just excuse me if my voice sounds a bit uh, raspy or a bit hoarse. Um, we ran a lot of cool games and stuff. I think I mentioned that in the other thing, but uh, I wanted to go ahead and get this next uh, episode recorded because all this stuff is still kind of fresh and I want to get as much of it done as I can to like kind of catch up to the point where we are in the session. So then at that point, I'm only doing like a, a play by play uh, kind of go, you know, as needed. Um, so, man, boy, where were we? Yeah, so the hags, the hags, the pies, uh, the realization that the pies were made of children, us realizing they were hags and deciding to just run for it. So we didn't waste any time. You know, we made some rolls. We, we got out of there. We didn't even, you know, we, we knew that was kind of out of our pay grade. So we just ran like uh, we just we just booked it uh, out out as fast as we could. And so we were back on the road, still heading to uh, Velaki, Velakia, Velak, that place. Big walls um, is Mark still like, you know, once I have her behind, once I have arena behind Velakia walls, she'll be protected. Um, definitely believing that this is a place that can keep her safe. Uh, meanwhile, we're having our doubts. We're starting to learn that this place has a much even more fiendish tone than the idea of this kind of vampire and all this other stuff. Um, so we are getting close to the city and we see like a massive lake and we just kind of see the lake in, um, in passing. Uh, so <clears throat> we just, uh, Mike has us all roll perceptions and apparently everyone kind of, uh, bombed it. But me, um, I rolled high or like, like a 19 raw and everyone else kind of rolled under 10. So he describes uh, a curious sight to me. He tells me I see a fisherman out there just having a good old time. And he's just doop, 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 doop. And then he just like reaches uh, on his boat. And there's like something in a sack that's kicking and moving. Uh, and just throws it into the water and goes back fishing. So I kind of like, what, 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 what kind of size was it? And he was like, yeah, it was like a sack. And it was kicking like like something living was just thrown into the water. He's like, yeah, you believe so. So, I mean, I uh, as a vampire, I don't need to breathe. So I gather a bunch of uh, oxygen in my lungs. And I just uh, dive out towards it. Just just headlong into the water. I just uh, go for it. I dive in um, swimming under the water uh, as fast as I can. Um, get to the the sack underwater. I, uh, I I cut it open and I, and I pull um, a young girl uh, to the surface. Um, by that point, um, Pat's character had already uh, started like a boat. When he realized like I had just kind of dropped my stuff and dove into the water, uh, just kind of feeling like something was off. And then I we pull her up on the boat, and uh, well. Uh, essentially, uh, it was a young girl, uh, named, uh, Arabella, Arabella. 
Um, and so, like, you know, we kind of, um, you know, like, I give her my coat so she can dry off and, and all of that. And, you know, we're kind of like, what's going on? And she's like, oh, you know, uh, they threw me in there because, you know, they thought it might be, like, lucky. Uh, I'm like, wait, 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 wait. For luck? Like, wait, people would murder for, for good fortune? And so I'm already... So that immediately just gives this idea. This guy is probably a citizen of uh, Valakia because, you know, the the, the lake literally borders right there. And I'm already just... Okay. What kind of place am I heading to where someone thinks that that's okay? Uh, it, it just put a... Let's just say I was already suspicious before I even got there, right? <laughs> kind of like my heckles already up, but it's like, well, you know, my my father and our people uh, have a camp near the city, uh, and I'm sure he would, you know, be, you know, reward you for bringing me back. And I'm like, well, while we, while I'm willing to take you back, regardless, uh, you know. So we decide to, you know, escort her. Um, especially uh Ismark was a little like uh but the city but uh thanks to you know with Irina there as well wanting to return this 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 young uh woman young girl to her her family so we head to um this uh Vistani camp uh within the camp we find there are a lot of uh more of the the like uh the dusk elves there um just just kind of milling about um with the Vistani essentially like almost like watching over them um not almost like a a uh, master servant type of mentality um the Dusk Elves seem to be in a much worse position than the, the Vistani who are watching after them definitely something else going on there uh don't know the whole nuances to it yet but like it's already kind of something that's bothering my character I definitely plan to investigate it more. Um, so as we are kind of moving through this and she's like taking dinner, we go under a big tent and there we meet like two guys, um, uh, Argyle and uh, Lavish, Luvish, Lavish. Um, so uh, just so you know, uh, just a little fun fact. So Mike has like these like index, a little bit smaller than index cards, almost like uh, magic playing cards or maybe a little bit bigger, a little bit smaller of character art i mean it's like character pins from pinterest or, or whatever for games and stuff like that is a lot of times when he um when he introduces characters he'll pull out a card to kind of represent who they are and just kind of like poke as we can look at it and it's a really cool idea i already am now using it in cyberpunk like with the pins and stuff and and so now like when i introduce a cyberpunk character i'm like yeah you see this guy yada 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 and when they talk to them or talking to them sometimes i show the picture while i'm stating what they're saying and it just kind of gives this nice little effect so i, I do it now because he's got me on it now so it's just a really cool little thing he does while we play I'm sorry a little bit of a tangent there but uh yeah so we get in there and man uh uh lavish is just he's ecstatic uh his daughter uh, he had been looking, looking for her. Uh, there's a guy who essentially been kind of beat up, beaten really bad, um, because he's the one who essentially lost her somewhere within the the city. Um, so they they were just kind of beside themselves, and so we were just like happy, you know. I was just happy, like, listen, man, I'm just really glad I could return your, your turn your daughter to you. Um, 
I'm really glad I was there. Essentially just, you know, you know, thank whoever that I was there to be to save her. Um, so Argyle essentially just, you know, hey, you guys, please be our guests for the night. You brought one of our people home. Let let us uh, reward you and lavish you with with drinks and and just good times just to say thank you it's already getting late it's already nightfall you don't want to travel through the city at night especially with like the wolves and and other things going on as it's getting closer to evening so we decide to yeah okay let's have a few drinks um so we're i'm taking the hospitality genuinely um some of our other characters were not so um uh they were definitely thinking that there were more heinous things about um it's just like my character was just kind of taking that face value um of course um i failed to notice the glances they made towards irene well my character fails to notice those glances as my concern was still the girl's health and the young man that was beaten down um as i provided him some first aid you know for after his uh punishment so they're already kind of on edge but you know uh, Ismark is already paranoid uh, in general, which you know, which makes perfect sense. So you know, everyone comes in, they start bringing drinks to kind of celebrate the return of uh, Arbella, and uh, with her return, uh, Lyris is essentially like, uh, "Will you come with me uh, outside the tent? You may want to bring a friend." So while they're like kind of having the party on the inside, me. Uh, Stout and Larish, we leave. He sends Bella away uh, to 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 like dry off and change and things. And he takes us to a cart and he's like, "Listen, I want to want to thank you, but you know, let's also let's make it a game. So in this game, there are four or five identical chests. And then he says, "You can have any one of these chests as your reward, but because you say my because uh, I will give you a hint." You don't want this one. And he puts his hand on that one. So I had to pretty much just choose a chest. Um, not really knowing. Um, I rolled insight on him. And like I think with my number, he was like, yeah, you." he honestly believes that this is something you do not want. And I was like, okay. All right, cool. So he has like these, like all these locks on the, the, the door. So he unlocks them. He picks, I pick a chest. We haul it off. And it's just a chest full of like Electrum from, from top to bottom. So we haul this chest back in. Everyone else is starting to get in their cups. Stout goes to go drink. And um, insight rolls are being made because Argyle's making little glances. Uh, not only at um, <clears throat> not only at Irina, but at a few members of our party um, as they are cr- very charismatic. And uh, so essentially, like, uh, while we're, you know, I'm sitting there hauling this off. So, you know, I'm just like, all right, what am I going to do with this? So I essentially take uh, smaller pouches on my person and I start breaking them up in little bags and just filling the little baggies as a chest full. But I thought like having a few bags like strung around my person just in case something happens would, would be useful. So I grab like, I don't know, like it was like I think it was like I make six small bags with a hundred hundred. No, 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 no. Or is it three bags with 200? I, I do one or the other. So I just I just make these bags because I because I can. So essentially, so they you know they're drinking. I'm not drinking much, but they're they're making these rolls, 
Uh, then I find out that there is like a healer here um, among the Dusk Elves. A healer who may, you know, be able to help with uh, a curse problem. As essentially I, I had mentioned before uh, that um, size character's uh, blood uh, tasted, tasted wrong uh, to me. So, uh, Alina's, Alina's blood, something was up with it. So my, my first thought is like, you know, I need to, I need to, you know, maybe I, maybe this healer can, can help. Um, maybe he has a way to see if she's been cursed. And if not, we can handle this curse. So, um, during this, you know, I'm trying to convince her to like, let's go see this healer they have on the, uh, the dusk elves. And so we essentially leave. So meanwhile, while we go, uh, with some lip reading and uh, a little bit of um, uh, detect thoughts um, from uh, she's been saying uh, Taylor's had up in saying her characters. I'm gonna call it Lucas. They're going Lacus, but Lucas. I'm gonna say Lucas. Uh, thanks to <laughs> thanks to uh, Lucas. And Nick's, I'm gonna say Lucas now. Next to Lucas and Nick's, and then I can't wait for the next week. She's like, you know, you keep saying my character's name wrong. Eventually, I feel like in like a week or two, I'll be like, all right, I got this. This is this character's name. But anyway, moving on. So essentially, um, they know who Rina is. They're like, they send a, they essentially send a writer to tell Strahd she's here, and the uh, Argyle believes. That if he returns, uh, he returned Arena to Strahd, that Strahd would give him Ilena as um, as thanks. I think the words used was, uh, and then I will make Lena my wife. Um, which my character was not here there to hear, uh, which would have been kind of interesting uh, with the whole background thing. But while this is, so they're already like, we need to figure out how to get out of here. And then they realize that even though they're drinking, and um, while Argyle kind of steps out to care for other business, and they're still with, um, geez, I got almost like forgot his name already. Uh, and they're already with uh, Larvish. Larvish and Stout are heavy in their cups. Larvish is completely almost passed out drunk as Stout has been drinking him under the table. Um, and while there are people drinking, they realize outside the tents there are men just kind of pretending to play dice and hang out. What they're actually doing is watching the tent to make sure no one no one leaves, no one escapes. Um, so they're they realize they're in a bit of a trap situation. So meanwhile, we go much further down the um, the camp, uh, essentially back down the trail that kind of led up to the camp, and we meet um, uh, Kazmir. He's a dusk elf. Uh, the tip of his ears uh, looks to be cut off and he is like a healer he, he is we're, we're brought before him and uh, kind of explain what's going on and he so he checks out uh, Alina and he's like you know something I was I, I explained I think something's wrong with her blood and he's like whoa she doesn't have a heartbeat Alina is dead she is dead. She is. She died. I think in Hell House when she picked up some stuff 
and there were some roles made. I think she died and became, I don't know if she's like a revenant or reborn or walking. Co- I don't know what, but she is, she's actually dead. Um, which kind of makes more sense about how her blood was. Um, yeah, she's dead. And then like, look what size she was blown. She was like, what? I'm like dead, but, but moving, speaking, talking, but very, very dead. Hmm. Uh, so like, we're just kind of shocked. Uh, and he's like, yeah, you know, I'm like, well, she's been dead. So we don't know what kind of measures could we use to restore her. Uh, what could bring her back? Um, so then he mentions that there is a temple. He wishes to go to the Amber temple and how he wishes to, uh, essentially resurrect his sister, uh, who was killed by Strahd, uh, taken and killed by Strahd. And he's been wanting to go on this quest to, to head to this temple and telling how much he hates Strahd. And so he then tells us, you know, you may be able to save her if you accompany me to the temple. And so, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready to, you know, uh, tell them about this, you know, Amber temple and we're like okay so during this whole time while we're discovering all this good stuff they're upstairs trying to plot the way to get away and so they eventually like cut a hole at the back um call some people in do a quick few knockouts they start a bit of a commotion as a distraction and they tear off so we come out and we hear them tearing off up there um Lena had already had her suspicions about them so she's just like you know we probably they're probably running we should get out of here too um and then that's when Casimir says well if you're gonna go I'll accompany you I know a way we can go like kind of through some of the woods so um we take off with Casimir with us and we kind of do this like trek through the woods as we're both running from these two groups that are chasing us down um so after like a bunch of like stealth rolls and then us figuring out how to find each other as we're kind of moving through this map in the middle um, of the woods, there's a single trail that we leave. The trail would lead us to the other side where Velaki would be. We find lights, music, merriment, all of these other things going on in the background. And we find out there's a carnival across not even a full mile from like maybe like a mile maybe like a mile from uh, Velakia's gates there was a carnival and uh, apparently all the riders chasing us stop before they get there so with no other choice we go inside the carnival so I'm gonna leave us there because the carnival is such like a huge thing like as an episode on its own it's gonna be the whole spill because this is when things start really because the carnival then to Valakia it gets kind of wild from here so I hope you enjoyed this little like tidbit on what was going on so far um, you're going to get another one uh, very soon the next few days actually so continue to keep listening continue to keep liking I hope you're enjoying these accounts of uh, my cursor Strahd I'm super loving going through this uh, campaign in general so you know I hope you guys are, you know, well, so, uh, no coffee today because my voice just couldn't take it. Like, um, 
when your voice is like this apparently like caffeine like coffee and stuff like that is actually not very good for you i should be drinking like teas and stuff like that it's just uh. but anyway uh continue to listen um dude uh oh my goodness yeah so um thanks to uh talking to a few people at the summit um i'm getting i'm finally like taking care of all like my social media stuff so there's gonna be way more posts and way more activities uh you'll be noticing coming soon and that will be on twitter that will be on facebook that'll be on instagram um i'm setting up a discord where we can talk because i really want to do some dungeon building and some campaign building with people so all of that is coming soon uh so look forward to it and remember guys the quest never ends